0: <laughs> oh, hello, new voice of lady telling us that. Hi, everybody, how are you doing? Good to have you here for this retreat application call today. Just going to give a few seconds for everyone to um, join us. I'm in a different room today because it was just way too hot in my kitchen. We have an AGA, and um, it's always beaming out heat, which is normally lovely, but not quite in the current weather. Um, Lovely to see you all. Hope everyone's doing really well. I'm going to get started on sharing my screen so we can get moving. Okay. Why can I not see what I want to see? There we go. Awesome. And we're going to start with Sarah, if you're here. Sarah Coey Art, if you're here, unmute yourself and give us a wave and a shout. Let me have a quick look in the chat as well. She should be coming along shortly. Okay, let's pause on Sarah then and see if we've got Rosie.
1: Yep, I'm here. Hi, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you.
0: Um, I have your question, but would you like to talk through it for everybody who's not seen it yet?
1: Um, well, I, this is, um, my account's kind of in transition. It used to be um, a product-based business that I finished about eight, six months ago, maybe. Um, and so I've just been posting as myself for a while. And now I'm, I'm still posting it as myself, but under a part of an MA project that I'm doing about getting women to engage more with nature. Um, And over the, since I've started doing the Insta Retreat, I've taken a much more like curated approach to it, which is really helping in kind of engagement and stuff. So I've noticed that that's really helping. Um, But all my um, captions are based around this framework that is part of my research based around um, like pathways to nature connection and pathways to well being. And I sometimes wonder that it's just me talking and it's not really kind of getting people what my hope is that people are gonna be inspired by it and then adopt these practices themselves. So I guess I wondered, I just, how do I be more explicit about that, I guess, without being bossy? Like, <laughs> how would you answer that question?
0: Huh? How would you answer that question?
1: Well, I, I don't know. Like I, I try to post like questions for people to think about and they do like engage with it, I guess. I don't know, I, maybe I just need to be a bit more upfront about what it is that I'm trying to achieve, maybe. I'm not sure. Um, and I, I just guess that um, I think some of my old followers are there from being a product-based business and they're not quite the new ones that I'm sort of trying to get now, which is fine. But again, I'm just a bit frustrated about the like, the growth of it. I, I, I don't know, I just feel like a bit of a dead end somehow.
0: Okay, have you got to the part in the class yet where we talk about a weekly gift?
1: Yes, and and I have got a weekly gift in mind.
0: Okay, tell me about that.
1: Um, So what I'm going to do on a Friday is give like a prompt for people to engage with over the weekend. So they've got something to kind of like a nature task to do over the weekend. Um, Back in February or March, I ran like a month long Instagram um, project where um people signed up and they did a, like a, pr- a prompt a day for 25 days which was really successful but um it was just too long so i reckon like one a week would work better for that
0: yeah and is that something you're then are you going to ask them to share their yeah results, their experience i want
1: it to feel like a real community that people can really kind of share what they've been doing and and kind of support each other i
0: mean doesn't that answer your question i feel like that is a beautiful starting point you know, you've, you've looked at it, you've gone, I know this is successful in the past. It's explicit. It gets people out there doing what I want them to be doing. It's manageable. It's not going to overwhelm them by being too much. And it's going to build community because if they're posting about it, it's going to send people back to your page.
1: Yeah. I, I don't know. I just, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. But I just, I don't know. Instagram's always such a, fr- a like a source of frustration for me that. Why? I, I just I feel like it's never I've never really got to grips with it in the way that I've, I've wanted to which is why I'm, I'm doing this course um and I just want it to be bigger than a, like I just want to have more I want to create faster growth I guess mm-hmm. I'm impatient
0: yeah and why is why
1: because I've also got like a load of stuff that I'm eventually going to launch off the back of this but I don't want to launch it too soon until I've got a really strong community Like, I'd rather like patiently build it up and then launch the stuff that I'm gonna um but you know that I've got in I've got kind of brewing in the background why well because I don't want to put loads of work into stuff and then have like three sales like it just feels like a waste of my time somehow.
0: Okay. Oh, I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just checking. I'm just. I'm interested to kind of know. Like, your brain will have. I'll have all of the answers, all of the reasons for why it wants it to be a certain way, um, and sometimes they're helpful. thoughts that you're holding on to, and sometimes they're maybe getting in the way. So yeah, just maybe you know what they are. Um, so you're thinking, like, is it like? digital products rather than physical. So it's a,
1: a mixture of the two it's going to be digital products like kind of weekend um, long immersion courses for people to kind of get involved in nature with things like um, live talks and um, prompts for them to do and workshops and stuff like that and then I'm also um, going to have like an actual physical um, nature journal with kind of different prompts and stuff that people can go out and they can write and draw and kind of um, you know express themselves through it as well
0: I mean they both sound like beautiful and incredible things and I think I think they're both things that it's never too soon to start creating depending on your workload and your time schedule but like I would love to follow your account and see in there the development of this journal and like maybe like here's a page from it I wanted you guys to test it for me like I've got these ideas and and like, could you all go and do this exercise this week and tell me how it worked for you? So I, I yeah, know when to put idea. it in the journal, like that sense of community can come so much from kind of being a part of the journey. You don't have to show up as the expert who's got all the answers all the time. It could also be yeah. you going like, oh, I'm building something new. And like, I need your feedback and your input. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think it's always good when you have an eventual goal, like a product in mind, to be planting those seeds, which is the perfect analogy right here, (laughs) all the way along. And whether that's in your free content, whether that's in your captions, whether that's in your weekly gift, whether that's just in you showing the development of these things. Likewise, like the class be like, my dream one day is to be running these weekend retreats. Um, Here's my wall of post-its where I've got all of my ideas about how I'm gonna do it. Um, I'd love to know what you would like to see in something like that." that. People who find those posts are like, oh, that's something I'd like to do at some point. I'm going to follow her. I'm going to like get to know her work and see if it resonates, see if it connects with me so that when you do launch it, it, A, it's not a surprise and you don't have the feelings and the thoughts that other people here have had where they're like, no one was expecting me to have a product. Now I don't know how to tell them I do. And also like they're already ready for it. They're there for it and they're excited.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That all makes sense.
0: Yeah. So like, I think for you, it's gonna be turn that focus onto value. Like what can you do with regularity in your post? And I think you already are doing it beautifully, but like always thinking like, what can I give someone to take away from this? Even if it is just like, you know, like go out today and find a flower in your favorite color, like something really tiny and achievable for people, but like giving them that, that's something to take away with them into their day that we talk about yeah yeah
1: okay cool thank you yeah.
0: also yeah. i really feel like your profile picture needs to be you in nature
1: yeah it really does but um <laughs> all the pictures i've got of me in nature are just hideous and so i just <laughs> need to take another one
0: <laughs> yeah, they're not just gonna lie in the field somewhere and get someone <laughs> to take a picture of you because yeah it, it doesn't represent this really strong message you've got here and maybe like up here you might want to talk about you say it's a PhD you're doing a master's it's a master's yeah yeah um talk about that up here and like you know make your mission really clear to people from the start so they know that what might seem like a quite an innocuous gentle caption is like a research-based science-backed yeah uh, like piece of solid advice
1: it's yeah. not just you
0: going oh flowers, nice which you know is easy to dismiss isn't it it's easy to dismiss the power of nature
1: sure yeah one other question um so each of the the pictures and the captions are based on a, a pathway to nature and a pathway to well-being um would you so like say um today was compassion and learning do you think that i should say like compassion and learning at the top as a heading or should i just kind of like Quietly, in like involve it in the caption, which is what I have been doing. I haven't been like overt in what it is. I think it'll just depend on what you think your audience is going to connect with more.
0: I personally, as the human I am, I think I'd love that cap that there at the top. Yeah, so I understood about what I was learning about, but maybe some people might prefer the softly, softly approach. Maybe you do something in like your stories and in your highlights or on reels where you're like, um like this is how I structure my captions and it might seem like this is just about this but it's this or you know you could do charts or something to make it clear I think there's different ways to approach it you just find the one that feels organic to you and feels like it's not like it's going to resonate with your audience.
1: Sure. Yeah, so I suppose I can test it as well and see what people react to.
0: I think that's it. And like, I can't tell you for sure what will or won't work because your audience is going to be so unique to you. Um, but I can tell you that you're not going to do any harm by testing it. And that's how you find the path is you're like... You'll, you'll post certain things and you're like holy crap that one resonated so much more and then you'll be able to sit down with a blank piece of paper and go how do I recreate more of that magic and yeah. the only way to stumble across those things is to just keep trying and to keep tweaking and kind of keep experimenting which i am seen you do and I think like you can see the momentum building so I wouldn't be worried. Brilliant thank you very much. Thank you for sharing that Rosie thank and you. good luck. Keep right. us posted. Okay, do we have um, Sarah Linus with us? Or was Sarah the one who said she couldn't be here? Let me look. Yeah, I think Sarah said she couldn't make it. Um, But I wanted to just quickly um run through her account for her because one of the reasons is she said she wasn't sure if she was too small to be discussed on the call if I only featured bigger accounts which um is definitely not true so if anyone else is like hiding behind the scenes because they think they have to have a certain follower number to be discussed on these calls please let go of that notion we talk about everyone's accounts because it's just where we're all at so this is Sarah's account and her question said My ideal client is an introvert sensitive 40 to 50 year old woman in business who needs to build her own brand of quiet self-confidence in order to move forwards. However, I'm pretty sure that she will look more than engage or am I making this up? So apart from trusting myself with little feedback and engagement, how can I tell if I'm doing the right things? And business is quiet, so I'm probably not. Um, So this is Sarah's account. And I thought we could have a chat about it amongst ourselves in the chat box and come up with some ideas and some feedback for Sarah that she could pick up afterwards when she watches this callback, which I know she said she's going to do. Um, The first thing, Sarah, that comes to mind when I look at your account is, I am not feeling your confidence visually. And with you being someone who teaches confidence, like I would kind of want that to be like really punchy underlying and obviously it's this quiet confidence so I'm not expecting you to be like leaping in the air with with sparklers but um like there's there's a sense of kind of uncertainty still here that is maybe just part of your evolution and that's kind of how we go um I would love to see like you really honing in on those things we talked about, about colors and branding and getting a really solid solid sense of who you are as a business, like what this business looks like on the page so that you can be like really strong in that as soon as people come to your page and get to know immediately what you're about. So even things like, like, I really like how these two quotes have that Um, Harmony and the the, the top line is fantastic in terms of like the colors and everything really works strongly together um selfies are tricky because until people know you people tend not to engage all that much with the picture of a face because it's a stranger it's kind of like just a picture of someone you don't know so I mean pictures like this where you've got a picture of you when you were younger. Make more sense because there's more of a curiosity to pull us in. Um, but just be thinking about that. I actually feel like it would be wonderful to see up here a more professional style headshot of you, just to give us again that like confident business, but still you. So find someone who could take a headshot of you in a really natural, beautiful. Uh, modest whatever whatever keywords resonate with you kind of way you know you don't have to be in a power suit in, behind like a desk um, but just so that we're getting that like really strong sense of authority from you right from the visual get-go um, I wonder what you guys think about that if you've got any thoughts about that um, Sunny is saying yeah definitely get a, photog- a photographer to capture a series of images of you and maybe brand stylistic ones that you can use you at throughout your feed for a while yeah so then that's the other thing is thinking about like what what visually signals to a client a potential client of yours that this is for them like what are the things they're interested in what the books they're reading what are the rituals in their day what are the struggles that they're facing what are they gonna look at and immediately go oh that's that I've got that book or like I've got that mug or oh, I love the way she's like set up her desk or I really like that journaling exercise I don't know depending on your work but putting those things in there so that visually as soon as we land on your page we're like okay this is someone who has quiet self-confidence I can see it I can feel it and I want some of that for myself and that's really like the the magic of Instagram is once you can create that both visually and with your captions and with your free content you will automatically attract people who are looking for more of that in their lives and they will understand your ability to offer it to them based just what's on the page um Hamzen says I would put the obvious first that you are a coach to inspire quiet self-confidence and create a need Victoria says I'd really like to see your story covers being more cohesive um the alpaca and the six covers are very different in color especially the blue one Um, maybe more notebooks desk shots etc to give a quick visual impression of what the account about is about yep completely agree um Gemma says, this profile reminds me of Chloe Brotheridge, the author of The Anxiety Solution. Her style approach is one you could probably take some inspiration from. So um, Gemma shared the link for that. So it will be in the chat documents there, if you, if you want to take a look at it after this. Um, what else did I want to say? Thinking again as well about the weekly gift. As we get there, this is the week, if you've not read about it yet, where we talk about this idea of what could you give to your followers once a week that they can take away and have like outstanding, joyful value from? Like it can be a worksheet, it can be a song recommendation, it can be like a little tip, it can be a quote, doesn't have to be something huge and time consuming, but like thinking about what the weekly gift is that's gonna connect with your audience, they're gonna share with their friends, they're gonna hit save on, they're gonna come back to, they're gonna talk about, they're gonna post about. Um, and I definitely think this idea you have, Sarah, that your your target person is going to look more than engage needs to be questioned, because I don't think that's true. I would I mean, I'm not in the, quite in the age bracket, but I am definitely someone who identifies as an introvert and sensitive. And I think quiet self-confidence is definitely a phrase that, that resonates with me. But I find it really comfortable to talk on somewhere like Instagram when I find a community and a page and a space that I know is safe for me to be all of those things. So I think you can create that and make it a really welcoming space and you'll be surprised at how much engagement you get back. But if you go in there thinking, no one's gonna speak to me, these people are gonna just lurk, they're gonna be quiet. You're not going to be able to think of the things that you need to say and share to get them kind of out of their shell and get them to be doing that engagement. It'll become like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Darren says maybe engaged in conversation with someone coaching and encouraging confidence. Yeah. Like maybe we could see you actually doing it. Maybe we could like watch you coach someone on live. Um, Or maybe it could just be like tiny tips, like one tiny tip for the week of something you can do to build confidence. One question to ask yourself. Like I have a affirmation deck somewhere that's like questions to empower and I just pull one every day and it's just like a really simple question that I can go away and like think about. Um, Something like that could be really fascinating to do. And Sunny says, I feel like I want to see and hear your voice, like maybe a weekly notelet. And Emma says, a soft color scheme could help get across your brand. Yeah, like branding is, I mean, obviously it's a whole thing within and of itself but knowing your branding, knowing your consistency, like I can see in your pictures, like there's inconsistency in how you're editing and in your choices of colors. And I think getting stronger on that will immediately add a sense of authority and confidence to your page. It's amazing how, how powerful those, those small shifts can be. Okay, Sarah, I hope that's helpful. Let us know in the Facebook group um, what you think. Zoe, are you here with us, Zoe Atwood? If you're here, unmute yourself. I'm just reading some more of the comments. And we've got no Zoe today either. Um, Zoe, I wanted to kind of ask you a few more questions, so I'm going to hold off on this. If you want to resubmit for another week when you're here, um, just because I feel like I need I need some more information from you. Oh, are you here? That's right. It's my internet's down. Oh no. Uh, um I can hear you yeah my internet's down. I'm trying to I, I try and join on my my phone my 3g is um trying to connect it's, it's hang on this it's is the story of turn. my life don't worry no, my internet is down right we will we'll come back to you in a minute
1: hopefully you can good get it working
0: today. no worries um Sarah are you here have we got Sarah now Sarah Coey Okay, well, Sarah was just asking about, it is a question that comes up in every single one of the Insta Retreats. Um, If you're a creative, if you're an artist, there is an easy trap to fall into on Instagram where you build a large audience of other artists and not necessarily people who are just customers. And so she wanted to kind of have a bit of a brainstorming session with you guys about how to fix that, how to pivot that, how to sell to her existing audience um, and just kind of like hear people's experiences of it themselves. It's definitely something I see and hear from most artists when they first come into the Insta Retreat. So no one is alone in struggling with this. And one of the first things I always say is like, don't forget that some of the biggest buyers of handmade art are other artists because they're the people who understand and appreciate the difference between a handmade piece of art and something they can buy off the shelf in like Target or John Lewis or whatever. Like they understand the difference between a print and a hand finished piece or a limited edition print and a hand finished piece. And um, yeah, the process, we understand the pro- process as artists. So just because a lot of the people who were there are, also artists or maybe asking questions about your processes or asking questions about your tools and your resources doesn't necessarily mean you can't sell to them or you shouldn't be selling to them or that they're not gonna buy from you. Um, And then also there's like the second point there, which is if you've built a large community of people who are seeking out a specific kind of information from you, like how do you do this? What techniques do you use? Where do you source your colors, whatever, Is there an option there to add another strand to your business if you want to, where you monetize that as well? Like, is there potential to do mentoring for other artists or to have like a Patreon where you share like monthly, I don't know, like videos of how you do your work or something? Um, Like if you've already accidentally built an audience that's very engaged with something you do. It's not necessarily a problem, like that could be an amazing asset if we just kind of switch our mindset with it a little bit. Um, the things that I would suggest for you, for your account, Sarah, and they are generally the exact same things I suggest for everybody in this, is you want to make sure you're showing your work as a product a bit more. So keep all of this, keep everything here, because we know it's fabulous. I just would love to see you showing me it in a home, on a wall. Um, like if it's if it's wall art like can I see it in like a few different homes and that can be done in a few ways there's literally like software that will allow you just to mock it up you could send a print round like you could do a bit of um a like a traveling a traveling piece of art that goes and lives in, in, in some of your followers' homes for like a week and then they send it on to the next person and they photograph it. And it could be like a whole little project where this piece of art goes around the whole world and everybody gets to enjoy it for a while. You can like harass your friends and take it to their house and put it on their walls. Some people even hire like an Airbnb and will just take a ton of pictures of their work in this beautiful, neutral, clutter free environment for a day and then use those for the whole year just dropping them in um and if you have I don't know if you do Sarah but if you have smaller products so you know like sometimes we have entry-level products like maybe a, a set of postcards of your prints again like showing those as a product showing those in different ways um generally it's a funny thing with art isn't it that it becomes less valuable as soon as we make it into a product so a one of your paintings as a print for my wall will cost like a premium price but if you put that print that same print onto like a tote bag there's a limit to what I would pay for it and and so it's even though your cost of production goes up your cost of shipping goes up like everything goes up so I'm not necessarily saying like every artist should have a huge line of products but something like a postcard or a print a small print line can be helpful because it is that entry level it's like people can buy something from you have a good experience have it in their home and then be ready to invest in something bigger and also because it's a really easy thing for you to kind of feature you can be posting a postcard to a friend and a reels you can be like arranging them on your desk you can have them stuck on your kitchen wall you can uh you know all the things and then finally I would also say like show us you packaging up audience um Orders, whether that's on your stories or people do on reels, it's really popular on reels and on TikTok, just people packaging up orders and saying, I'm a small business owner. And every time you order, it makes such a huge difference in my life. And this is how I'll wrap your order. And this is going to this part of the world. And I'm so excited to see how it, you know, how it's displayed when it gets there. Just basically reminding people at every opportunity that your work is for sale because I think we think it's explicit. I think this is for everyone on here who has anything to sell, whether it's a product or a service. We think because it's in our bio and we think because it's what we do that people know, but all of the research shows that we have to keep the mind- So don't stop telling them. Don't stop telling them. Oh, I can hear myself. I'm just gonna mute you for second. There we go. Um, should we explain what limited edition prints are exactly, says Joanne. I think I would. I mean, I think it could be a really interesting conversation to have with anyone's audience is to say like, why does my art cost what it costs? Why can you buy a print in B&Q for 10 pounds? And some people think that that's the same thing. Why is it not? Um, I think it educating your audience is a really important thing about helping them understand the value of what they're buying, and there'll definitely already be people out there who don't don't need educating and are ready to buy at that price price point. But the ones that aren't, like, you can use your content to get them there to get them to understand why and what the difference is. Um, Tamara says, I think it's also cool to explain the value behind it, why it costs what it costs, the time and effort you put into it, and maybe how to frame it, how to pair it, sort of a guide for who doesn't have that eye. Yes, definitely. Victoria says, I bang on about my pricing all the time. I think it's really important. And I think it's important for kind of the creator economy as a whole that people understand because we are so used to things being like unsustainably affordable in, in all areas. Um, Victoria says, if you look up Kara Rosenlund, she does it for her prints. I agree, a lot of my collectors don't always comment very much on Instagram. I don't even know who a lot of them are on there. Um, I have a similar issue as I'm an artist too. My feed is full of art, which is what I love looking at, but I'm guessing I should be interacting with buyers or curators and then Instagram will show my work to more of those people. Um, I also think it's important to remember that many people who are not actively posting on Instagram are lurkers and simply don't comment, but they might still read all the posts from you. Absolutely. And I will still get comments from people who all the time are on email and someone's like, hi, Sarah, I followed you for seven years. I've never missed a single post. I've read every blog post. This is my first time commenting. And I'm like, wow, like you forget they're there you forget that there are people who are completely invested in what you do, but it's just not in their comfort zone. To necessarily speak out um sorry that's my vacuum cleaner just talking to us um things that are made by hand are not comparable to work made in a factory 100 percent. and that's again why i talk so much about like make sure you show your process make sure you do like time lapses show us the mess show us the things that go wrong show us the skill like and i think sarah does this brilliantly so that you look at this and you are under no illusions that this is like being mass produced on a factory line somewhere you understand that like you can see the brush strokes here there's a human hand that has made this and that's why it matters to people and if it doesn't if they don't understand that difference yet you can show it to them um something else pinged in my brain then as we were talking oh, i was just going to say as well like it, connecting with interiors accounts can be another fun way to to kind of think about it like there are lots of people on Instagram whose interiors are so much the style of color Um, and so seeing you know like if there are influencers that you might want to send a print to or like loan a print to and they could take some pictures and feature it like kind of reaching out in that way so just thinking about people who are really invested in aesthetics and maybe are looking for exactly what you're creating but haven't found you yet because maybe Instagram is pointing more artists to your page than, than just outright customers um, Emma says do you use retailers to sell your prints then they're also sharing your work on their Insta accounts too I've seen artists do really well once they start being stocked all over the world yeah and that's a balance isn't it because I know a lot of curators and retailers take a hefty percentage um, but I guess there's something to be said for getting in front of people through that and then taking back full ownership and selling all your work directly again so you keep a hundred percent um Matt Crump follows Sarah and I can totally see him with your art says Minori so yeah Matt Crump maybe reach out to him I don't know who that is but that sounds like it could be a fun thing to play with and yeah I just I think like you know there could be some really fun ways to do this there could be um like really interesting ways to get people to start picturing this in their homes and I think it's going to belong in so many different homes and this is true again for for all of us like we'll have a picture of what our customers homes will look like but it can be really fascinating to contact your existing customers and say can you show me where the piece is in your house like can I see it Don't tidy up, don't make it perfect, just show me where it is. A, that's user generated content that you could put as like a story highlight, but B, like it starts to open your mind to the ways your work is being used in the world and how you could speak to those people ahead of time. Okay, Sarah, I hope that's helpful to you and anyone else struggling with this. Zoe, I know you left me a message in here about what's going on with your signal. If it's not the right time, we can talk next week, don't worry. Zoe, 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 I can't find you. I think Zoe's having internet issues, though, was the crux of it. Sunny, can you see if you can see what Zoe was saying for me? And um, just let me know if um, if we're able to connect or not. Uh, Katie, are you here? Miss Katie English? Hello. Hello. How are you doing? I'm all right, thank you. Can you share your question for everybody who's not read it yet?
2: Yes, um, (laughs) it's evolved a couple of times, um, depending on what week we've been on. But essentially, um, so I do fairy tale, Photoshop art, and then I also do lifestyle um, and sort of fashion bits. And I'm basically having trouble meshing the two together. So I have this kind of completely separate thing which is also creating like two completely separate audiences so if I'm only posting art then I get like art followers if I'm posting only fashion then I get fashion followers but if I'm doing the mix which is what keeps me happy and keeps my feed happy um then basically nothing happens because they're either coming to me for one or the other and there's not enough of either for them to be interested to stick around um yeah (laughs) <laughs> What's the ultimate goal for your account? What's the aim here? I mean, ultimate goal is to sell my art, but I'm not at that point yet because um, I, I basically don't have the resources for it yet. So I'm still, I've been figuring out my art style. Um, but at the moment, what pays my bills is the lifestyle content um, and working with brands. Um, so it's basically just figuring out how, like, trying to figure out how I can mesh. Mm-hmm. the two together I just feel like I'm creating two completely separate audiences that are either interested in one of them or the other and I can't find a way to mix the two. So what came to my mind when I was thinking about this looking at your pictures was like
0: I think it's kind of magical that you blend the very much reality like a lovely reality but reality and fantasy and actually like that as itself as a concept sounds really appealing um, and I wondered then like, so I was looking at like a picture like this and thinking how fun would it be to every now and again? Cause I know how much time and work goes into-
2: Yeah, <laughs> one of those it's cause cameras. they used, the ones I used to do when I first started using Photoshop were much faster and I was doing like one a day, but it got to the point that I was giving myself like visual migraines and was like completely burnt out spending no time with my, like, my boyfriend or my friends because I was working like eight, 10 hours on editing these photos to have one to post every day. And that's just not sustainable for me now. No, they usually take me about two weeks within shooting and that sort of thing. Yeah, well, and it shows, I mean, it 100% shows. But what I
0: would say is, I think there's an in-between as well. Like this is, this standard of, of finish is like super professional. I think there's an audience for something a little bit more, I think you could afford to be a bit more slapdash sometimes and still get away with that, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I think
2: that's partly my problem. I've got to the point now where I'm like, I can't, I can't, I try, I've try. i tried to do like slapdash ones and I'm like, I, it just annoys me. <laughs> maybe it could be a challenge, right?
0: Like maybe you could set yourself a bit of a challenge of like, I'm gonna do this month, I'm gonna do like 10, reality and fantasy images as like a carousel. So imagine a picture like this and and I have to do them in an hour or I have to do them in like two hours and bring your followers along with it. This is just my random idea. Okay, so then we see the picture and then we swipe across and we see like how it looks in Katie's head. Like here's my real world and here's, so you, same picture, but what's going on behind you like where are you how is the field full of flowers like you know is the sky full of doves I don't know like
2: Hang I think that
0: more. somewhere in there is the magic of like real life and fantasy and you your imagination your visual kind of way of seeing the world like how can you portray that Alongside this reality, because they benefit from each other, like just seeing the perfection and the amazing work is wonderful. But it's kind of a bit flat. I think I've I've followed some of those accounts, and after a while, you kind of are like, oh yeah, it's another incredible, another one. Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, that's what because when I so again when I first started doing it, it did so well. Oh, sorry, my laptop's about to die. (laughs) One (laughs) sec. Um, when I first started doing it yeah I was posting every day so every day I had a new fantasy photo and after even though everyone was super interested at the beginning after about six months it just kind of dropped and everyone was like oh it's it's another one it's not interesting anymore because she does this every day (laughs) sort of thing And And burning yourself out yeah so it did get to a point where I was like I can't keep doing this and I started mixing the lifestyle and that was how I've got into it but I I yeah, I think what you've said is a good idea, like mixing both together. Yeah. And,
0: and doing it with that a non-perfectionist kind of light touch hand. Like it could also be like, you post this picture, but we just have some like very clearly Photoshopped butterfly. <laughs> or, photo. yeah. like,
2: or playing with it rather than finishing it. it.
0: Yeah, instead of holding yourself to the standard. And yeah. so sometimes the, the, a good way to kind of hack your brain and allow it to give you permission is to make it into like a challenge and so like you know i am decided to challenge myself this month I'm gonna do one a week I'm gonna do one picture where I try and blend the two uh, I don't know like you could you could figure it out but like maybe yes. share it with your followers so there's a bit of accountability and or maybe not maybe just do it and see how it goes and just try it out but I can see in so many of these pictures like room for you to just add a little bit of sparkle yeah a little bit of daydream alongside yeah. the reality yeah. and I think it doesn't have to be then done to this level where it looks like it's real because that would be kind of weird and misleading if we were like
2: <laughs> do you know what, is like, she a mermaid
0: yeah like, I'm starting to think she may actually have fins <laughs> whereas yeah you're like you know if and if, if if it's a style that appeals to you like you'll find yeah. you're an artist with it but giving yourself that kind of permission for it to be playful
2: yeah um, sometimes blending the two
0: yeah and see like okay. see how people respond to it and so that, that could be like Instagram versus reality or fantasy versus reality or it could be like just like I just feel like this one sums it up for me like this is you you are joyful you're already in a really beautiful wonderful place but like what would your imagination add there it'd be so fascinating to see
2: okay like yeah I might play with that A dream it I actually like that. Yeah, I am I'm going to play with that. It's a really good idea. Um the the sort of other part of my question which I think sort of came up when we first started talking about audiences um was you mentioned I think in the coursework somewhere about the algorithm and having like a recurring feature. Yeah. Um and I think that was sort of what got me started thinking about it because I was like the problem is is that for, is that it's that I was like, I'm I'm not being shown anywhere because I'm not really a fashion and I'm not really a photoshop. So I sort of feel like I'm getting stuck in the middle of that. If that makes sense, i, and I was guess
0: one... from your content right now that you're probably being categorized as fashion more than anything. Yeah, and blogger, um, which I think is fine. I think that's a, probably a good yeah. thing. I imagine were you getting faster growth when you were being categorized as like a
2: Photoshop person initially, but not not. Con- it, it sort of dropped off because I was yes. doing the same every day sort of thing. Um, yeah I think I, my my worry is basically that is I've always sort of felt like I don't have a niche and I think that's everyone sort of like you need to have a niche and I was like oh I do a bit of everything because <laughs> I get bored and then I move on to doing something else this is so fascinating. Um, it's one of those
0: things where like if only you could see yourself and your work from the outside <laughs> the niche is you you are the niche like your style your imagination your way of viewing the world your creativity you are the niche like there is no other Katie there's no other person who can do all of these things and and I don't know of any other any other account where it is a blogger you know like even the fact that your mermaid picture but you've got a normal tummy going on like I don't know anyone else who would do that that it to me is really inspiring um and and it's like that blend of like fantasy and reality and making both of them equally joyful that is a niche mixing the two okay that's your niche that it's you're already living it you're just it's so hard to see when you're in it yeah (laughs) but I don't think you need to I don't think you need to change I just think you need to give yourself permission to play again
2: okay. which I'm assuming is how it all started. I've written down play and I've put it in little boxes, yeah. with little stars all around it. <laughs> so I'm gonna do that. Um, me Thank and Zanthe
0: Berkeley for for one month did um a, like a challenge we called Hooray for Play, and every week we just like sent out a prompt to play for people to be more playful. And I think
2: yeah. I loved that challenge. I did. It, I did it with play, you, and I loved play. it. That's
0: what you need? Get back into yeah. play and like. I mean, this is the problem of doing the Insta retreat as well as like when you spend six weeks thinking really hard about your Instagram, (laughs) you forget that it's allowed to be fun and playful and light touch, but it can be both. It's just, you know, thinking strategically and then being like, well, I'll have a play and see what strategies work.
2: Thank you. for posted. I really would love to see. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you. Um, Let me have a quick look. Make sure everyone, if you, we've talked to you about you today, you are checking in on the comments. Um, Katie, you've got so many admirers here, people who love what you're doing. Um, you've got a new follower. Zusa says, Katie, you are the artist. I love your work. Yes, I completely agree. Completely, completely agree. Um, okay. Zoe, are you able to talk or is your internet still misbehaving? sounds like she's not here with us so zoe we will talk next week if you're around don't worry i know all too well about internet living in a rural village mine is always surprising me so we will talk next week um we we have a mindset call on friday as well for everyone so do submit to that if you would like to uh talk with me or sally about whatever's going on in your brain right now in relation to instagram or creativity or being seen online I know that the drama never ends. Okay, sending you all so much love. Have a wonderful rest of your day and I will see you on Facebook and in the course notes. Let me stop sharing and I'll see you soon.